This is On the Nose with Joey Erringman. Son, there's no wrong way to consume alcohol. Guess what? We're back with another episode of On the Nose. I'm your host, Joey Erringman, and joining me once again is where did he come from? Where did he go? It's Jim Palumbo. I'm back already. You're How back. About that? Yep. All right, so I have no idea what's going on for this episode. This is a Jim Palumbo episode. All I know is whiskey's involved, right? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay, and I have a glass of ice sitting in front of me as well. So uh, I'll just say drinking another old-fashioned for this episode because I really enjoy old fashions, and Jim's weird, and he doesn't enjoy them, so he's drinking a... What are you drinking there? Uh, this is a black cherry vanilla bang energy drink. Okay, that's not whiskey. Yes, but I worked last night, I've slept two hours today, and I'm four whiskeys deep, and I'm tired. Yes, so we are drunk already. Um, Also, yeah. This may be a bit of a chaotic episode, but we're going to go with it. Um, Mm -hmm. Jim, take it away. Yeah, if you're listening to this, that means it kind of came out okay. So Joey and I had the idea a while ago of just doing a whiskey fun facts episode. And this started by a friend of ours sending us a weird whiskey fun fact that we didn't know about. So I figured we'd just start with that one, where our friend, Anonymous, sent us a text no, saying it, that... Well, let's give him credit. Let's give him credit, because I'm sure he well, listens I don't know. to this episode. Yeah. He, he doesn't. No. His name is Boosh. Yeah, we'll call him Boosh, because that's what Boosh. we call him. Yep. Um, but he sent us a text saying that Mountain Dew was originally invented as a mixer for whiskey. That blew my mind. It blew my mind, too. So I did, we did a little bit of research into it, because he linked some weird who-knows-whatever.com article. What's but that? the more I looked into it, it's true. Like, if you go on to, like, Wikipedia yeah. and like the Pepsi website, like, that's the um, Mountain Dew is a, originally invented by two Tennessee brothers, Barney and Allie Hartman. For the specific purpose in the 1940s of being a mixer for whiskey, because That's there crazy. weren't that many soft drinks. So, um, before we get ahead of ourselves, the recipe has been changed over the years. Okay. So the Mountain Dew we know today wasn't the drink invented back in the 1940s, intended to be mixed with whiskey. Well, that's a little disappointing. Yes, it is. Um, the closest I could find was that the whiskey that was invented back then had more of a, a lighter citrus flavor. So, like okay. the closest. The closest equivalent you can find now would be like today, like if you mix the Mountain Dew back then with um, whiskey, would be today's equivalent of like whiskey sour. Oh, interesting. It really, it was that sweet and citrusy. A little bit, yeah. Huh. Um, but then, long story short, Pepsi bought Mountain Dew in the '60s, and they mm-hmm. changed the branding and they changed the recipe. Okay. Um, but I don't have my hands on. The well, 1940s edition of Mountain Dew. Hang on. I think you're about to go into an introduction of our first one here. And I just want to say, and you might not be, but I just want to <laughs> kind of come out with um, growing up, my mom loved Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. And she, the other thing she loves is a plug on her favorite son's podcast. So my mom drank Mountain Dew, and she loves Mountain Dew. And I grew up with my mom drinking Mountain Dew and loving Mountain Dew. And so. we drank a lot of Mountain Dew when we were younger. Yeah. So, um, plug, continue. 
<laughs> okay, I thought you were going somewhere with that. Nope. So the whiskey, or sorry, the Mountain Dew today should never be mixed with whiskey. It's not intended for that at all. They really? Hype it up, they hype it up as this like extreme, I'm going to go mountain biking, like ugh, Mountain Dew, Game Fuel, and all this stuff. It's not intended for whiskey So, so Mountain Dew doesn't go well with whiskey right now? Today, no. Interesting. But the name Mountain Dew is actually another slang term for moonshine. That's where the name came from. I mean, if you think about it, Mountain Dew, moonshine, made in the mountains of, like, Tennessee and Virginia. It was another slang term for moonshine during Prohibition. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm having trouble buying into that one because I don't know what a Mountain Dew... Like, when I think of Mountain Dew, I think of... It's hard to disassociate it. early morning dew on the side of a mountain. Yeah, but it's it's (laughs) slang, so that's how slang works. Okay. You shouldn't mix today's Mountain Dew with whiskey, like, ever. Unless you're doing a Fun Facts Whiskey episode, and you're oh, going to do exactly God. that. So here we go. Oh, Sample no. <laughs> oh, God. Is one part Jack Daniels whiskey to four parts Mountain Dew. Oh, Lord. So here we go. This is going to be terrible. Dude, I don't know if I've... So I didn't drink pop growing up at all. We drank a lot of Mountain Dew when we were younger, didn't we? I don't know who you're talking about when you say we, but it definitely wasn't me. All of us loser friends in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody but me. I, like Really? Yeah, Gebby's Magical Fridge that. with uh, all their pop in it. Yeah, that nope, that was not me. Uh, well, I drank a lot of Mountain Dew growing up, and I haven't drank it in forever because I don't really drink a whole lot of pop anymore anyway. You gave yourself so much more than... Okay. I shouldn't have given myself that much, I don't think. No, I was the one that would like carve off little pieces of ham that was also in the Mountain Dew fridge. Oh, yeah, you were so awkward. I don't know if you remember that part. Okay, so Jim is pulling out Mountain Dew right now. Is that going to be enough to fill our glasses? I've got five more. Oh, good. Okay. He's got these super tiny cans of Mountain this Dew. This is the lowest amount of Mountain Dew I could find that I could buy on its own because I don't drink Mountain Dew anymore. Dude, I don't... This might be the first time I've ever tried Mountain Dew. I need oh, a little... this is a terrible... I need more Mountain Dew, Jim. This is a terrible opening. So, I don't know if, you're, if you guys remember from our previous episode... Jack Daniels is a delicious whiskey. Yes, but also, Steven, thank God, it's cheap, so I yes. can afford to waste it on this terrible cocktail that I'm making, because so, this is not going to be good. So Stephen had us blind Jack Daniels in the Uncle Nearest episode. Here's a, um, here's a uh, Mountain Dew straight if you want any. Uh, no. <laughs> thank you, though. Um, so, yes, we're using Jack Daniels just because it's cheap, but Jack Daniels is also a great whiskey that you shouldn't bypass in the store. Um, one, Jim, I'm going to make you a promise right now. I won't finish this. I probably won't. <laughs> this is going straight down the drain. That's why I chose a good old this cheese. Is, this is actually like a, a recipe I found. This actually looks disgusting. It looks like ginger ale because you mix the brown with the okay. whiskey with that green. So try to think of it in that context, and maybe it won't be the worst thing you've ever had. And you know what the worst part of this is? Is... <laughs> Like, I've tasted a one of everything before from Michael Scott in the office, and I'm more f- afraid of this than I am of that. Yeah. I'm scared because it looks like, it almost looks like a pint of beer, but then the ice cubes are glowing green. Yes. It's. <laughs> <laughs> this is like some, like, nuclear reactor shit. Oh, Damn it, now i got to mark this sensitive again. Yep, Mountain Dew is a terrible drink. You should never have it. It's Ugh. so bad for you. Here we go. Bottoms okay, bottom, bo- yeah, bottoms up. Uh, dude, Jesus. Mm. 
that's awful. I hate all of that. Oh my god, what is that aftertaste? Ugh. Uh, your whole body just sees like you're having a it stroke. It did. It's <laughs> not good. <laughs> all right. Oh. Uh, so that's the, that story and that <laughs> I hate it. That is oh, horrible, dude. Oh god, it hit me again. Oh. Oh, that's so bad. Never do this. Never try that. This is a terrible idea. I knew it was a terrible idea. So, th- okay, but but we have to say this is not the recipe that was created yes. to be mixed with ma- to be mixed with whiskey. Yeah. Mountain okay. Dew today is meant for like drinking hardcore poners on Call of Duty and mountain bikers or whatever they say it is for. I don't even know, but it's not <laughs> I held it up to the light and it's like more green. That's so weird. All right. Well, um, that's going to sit over there for the rest of this episode. Why did you ta- why did you go in for a second taste? Still terrible. Oh okay. my god. All right, moving on. So that's how we got started on this episode and it doesn't get better from here. I promise. It <laughs> Um I said this was going to be a chaotic episode, yes. didn't I? All right. Hey, you told me about this like 2 days ago and I threw Fine. it together. Yep. So here's what we get. Go ahead. Uh, fun fact number 2. I, so I don't even know how many fun facts he has, but don't don't I've, tell me. Just I've continue. lost track. Okay. So the urine of people oh with type type two diabetes has so much extra sugar in it <laughs> due to their disease. We're not laughing at diabetics. Okay. I am. I'm just afraid of what's coming up next. That the urine, because it has so much sugar, can actually be distilled and used to create whiskey. Oh my god. And this has actually been done very recently in London. Uh, a man named James Gilpin, who himself has type 1 diabetes, uh, <laughs> thought about this. And he created this for like a science experiment, like a, some sort of like London science expo. And his grandmother was actually his first donor for urine. And he did this whole kind of science. It's like an adult science fair. But he used it to kind of raise awareness for both diabetes and like... Whiskey? Yeah, sure. Okay. So where he actually got a lot of people, a lot of older folks especially, because they have trouble maintaining their sugar intake and their sugar levels, Okay. to donate their urine. And he would sell the whiskey with the name of the urine donors on each bottle as kind of like an awareness thing. Wait. Which leads me to sample number two. Hang on, hang on, hang on. When did this happen? Like this, when did... Like last year. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. I don't have a sample. Of oh urine god! Whiskey. I don't actually have it. I oh, want it to so bad. I was, it's so it's gone. I don't have it anymore. He doesn't sell it anymore. I it's, dude, I literally thought you were pulling out a bottle of urine whiskey, and it, I was, had no idea where you would get it in a state regulated. It, oh my god! Oh. I tried so hard. You have no idea. I totally tried, but it's okay, gone. So what's it called? Uh, his was just called. His name is James Gilpin. His what was it called? Google. It I'm wasn't not... just like urine whiskey? Or I mean, a play on urine or something like that? Uh, Gilpin family whiskey is what he called it. But he's not like a distiller. Well, that's deceptive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he very clearly labeled it. It was like a one-and-done kind of marketing and scientific expo routine. Okay. He's not a distiller. He doesn't have a current distillery. He did it like once and then like as an experiment like to prove that he could do it. And it sold. But he doesn't continue to do it. So does, did he need like a liquor license for that? I don't know because he was in the UK and I don't understand the ah, liquor laws. That's well. fair. Okay. All right. Well, that's very interesting, yeah, Jim. But Thank I you. That was really weird. Like you legitimately terrified me yeah. that you were gonna pull out a bottle there. Yeah. 
I, I please believe that I totally would have done it if this existed somewhere. But it doesn't. So I do believe you. We'll we'll take it down a notch. Okay. Tabasco hot sauce. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Is actually made by fermenting their pepper mix in ex bourbon barrels. Shut up. No. Really? I mean I will, but it's true. So okay. they make Tabasco hot sauce on Avery Island in Louisiana. They actually take ex bourbon barrels and they don't have a specific distillery to get it from, but they'll put it in a bunch of ex bourbon barrels. And kind of let it ferment in there before adding the vinegar to give it kind of like a, uh, a little bit more of a charred flavor to it. Really? Yes. So Tabasco sauce. Mm-hmm. The generic dollar store, like not dollar store, but like America's hot sauce. The most, probably the most widely known hot sauce in the U.S. Follows a whiskey process-ish. Like it doesn't sit there for years. Okay. It, it sits in there for a little bit. It just ferments in it. Like for a okay, few days. Okay, so they just use it to add the flavor to a it. A little bit of flavor, yeah. Okay. Um, and to make sure that they don't get any like alcohol content in their hot sauce, they like scrape off like you know how the inside of the barrels are charred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They scrape off the char to make sure because they could soak. That's where the alcohol soaks in, so they get rid of the char and it just sits in the wood. But a little so bit of flavor. So they take X bourbon barrels. Yes. Scrape off the char, mm-hmm. and then age the hot sauce in it. I don't want to say they age the hot sauce. Okay, they like, put the hot sauce in it. Yes. Like, it sits in there for, like, from what I could see, like, a month or so. So, okay, so I have, I don't know if you can anticipate my next question. I can try. What do they do with the barrel after they, I'm going to call it aging, okay? okay? What do they do after they, with the barrel after they age the hot sauce in it? So they use, they can use the barrels multiple the times. bourbon in it? They use the barrels multiple times. Okay. Um, And... Then eventually they kind of get rid of them, I think, or, or uh, they probably like recycle them into furniture so that if you sit on it naked, it burns your butthole or something. That makes sense. That's something that would make sense for a business yeah, to do. I think that's. I think that's um, solid. I think they they turned the barrels into. Uh, I can't remember. They did something productive with them. Okay, but this leads us into our actual sample number two, which oh is. Oh my gosh. A bottle of Tabasco. No, I'm kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> I literally have no idea what you're going to pull out each time. George Dickel. What? Actually took some of those barrels that used Tabasco hot sauce to ferment and made a whiskey that aged and was finished in those barrels. So literally the thing I just asked about that. Yes. That's you were, you awesome. Were, you were on the nose. Oh, my God. Guess. Good old George Dickel answering yeah. the question that... Almost everybody probably would have had. Yeah. Once you find out that fact, it's like, how do you not make whiskey out of it? Okay. This is like a $15 bottle. These are actually not going to be sold in Ohio for much longer. This is discon- This is in the discontinued section of Giant Eagle. When is I it really? So I bought two bottles because they're like $15. I might have to stop over there real quick. Well, you can have a second bottle if you want. All right. Depending on how good this is. Dude, so I don't... So, like, I had the Jim Beam repeal batch before, and it was fine, mm-hmm. but they they kind of, I don't know why I brought it up. Let's just either. go back to George Dickel Tabasco. All right, so, hang on. I want you to read what the front of that bottle says, like, like so, the, the, the marketing label on it. So, George Dickel Tabasco Barrel Finish. Smooth sipping. Well, I'm only... not going to believe you until I get into it, but... So. This is only 35% alcohol. Okay, so wh- 
let's let's clarify what this means. It's not thirty. It's only thirty five percent alcohol, which means. Mm-hmm. And I just saw that now, which okay. means it's not technically whiskey. It's not technically a whiskey, but. Dude, this is still freaking interesting as hell. Yeah. Okay. So Tennessee whiskey blended with aged Tabasco pepper mash and the essence of Tabasco brand pepper sauce. Oh, my God. All right. So we're going to... This Je- might be awful. This might be like... So you haven't had this before yet no, either, right? I bought this today before I came over. All right. I'm going in on a nose. This might taste like a glorified fireball. Oh, my God. It tastes... It you get... Like hot sauce. It smells like hot sauce. <laughs> oh God, I'm so Okay, so real quick, do we need to be tasting like anything else before we just burn our mouths off? You know what? Screw it. No, we're going for it. Is it really going to burn you? I already got Mountain Dew on the back of my tongue. Yeah, this is the palate cleanser for the first cocktail. Okay, this is my apology. It legit smells like tobacco sauce. That is Tabasco. What did I say? Tobacco. I don't think so. Okay. It's not, Jim, it's not like it's recorded or anything. Right. All right, so uh, Tabasco sauce. That that legit... Oh, my I'm God. I'm so scared. This, this is weird. I don't know. It's probably because I'm drunk, but this is blowing my mind. Yeah, it smells like, like it's Tabasco. Like I'm going in. I'm smelling a whiskey. What I think is a whiskey. It looks like a whiskey, and it just smells like hot sauce, and All it's right. throwing my brain off. So cl- to clarify before I go in for a taste, this is... They took bourbon barrels. Yes. Scraped off the char. Yep. Aged Tabasco in it for yeah. like a month. Yeah. And they might have done. Took a, the they, Tabasco out. They might have used because they go through like multiple batches of the sauce. They could use okay. the, They could use the barrel multiple times. So I don't know how many times the barrel. Fair enough. Been, but yeah, took the Tabasco out, and then George Dickel's like, "Let's put some whiskey right. in it." I'll take that. All right, and this is what we've got. Yep. Hey, <sighs> cheers! I guess. I'm All sorry. right, here we go. Enjoy the dead silence. That's weird. That's really weird. It's spicy. Like, actually spicy. Not like rye spicy. It's not like an overbearing spicy. No, like I can talk through it. But But it's it's not a rye spiciness. Like, Like it's literally... Like, I just swallowed a bite of a mild buffalo wing. Yes. Oh, dude, nailed it. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Because we talk about how spicy, like, comes from... Like rise in high proofs. Rise and this is a completely different spice. It's no spice. It's it, like buffalo. It's spicy in the terms of what you usually associate spicy with. Yeah, like a hot spiciness. I don't know if I drink it again. I don't know if I'm gonna finish it. Like, yeah. not, I, I I will have a little bit more of it just because yeah. it stands out so much. But I don't know if I'll finish it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it's good because I don't I, think it is. I still have a full glass. But it's of interesting. Mountain Dew piss water. But, oh, that's, I, I can't take another sip right now. I don't, I don't, I, I honestly don't know what to think about it. I do. It's not good. It's not like good. It. <laughs> it's weird, and it's interesting, like, and I'm glad I'm, I tried it. I'm so happy that George Dickel did this. Yes. Like, I don't enjoy this whiskey. Yeah. But, man, this is a fun whiskey to yeah. drink. But if I, <laughs> if I had learned that there is Tabasco sauce. That Tabasco sauce was aged in whiskey barrels. And then I had learned that like no one was like, I'm going to try to make whiskey out of those barrels. And I just never got to try that. I'd be upset. Yeah. And now I've tried it, and it's bad. I'll say I wouldn't it's, say it's bad. It's I not, it's <laughs> it's not, not like grossly enjoyable. All right, it's bad. Yeah, um, it's bad. All right. But, but I'm glad he did it. Yes. It was a fun experiment. It was fun. It wasn't good. 
but I think he probably knew that. It's a fun... This is probably a decent mix. George, thank you for doing this. Yeah. What's next, Joe? <laughs> God, I don't even remember. Um, George Washington. Not only okay. did he make America, he made whiskey. Okay. <laughs> so Continue. he actually had his own distillery. He he literally produced whiskey in his uh, in his later years. I did not know that. Yeah. And the I'll tell you what the George Dickel Tabasco whiskey is still not good. But continue. yeah, it's, it's bad. <sighs> so, uh, George Washington was a whiskey man. He liked rye whiskey. Okay. And he, in his later years, towards the end of his uh, fir- or during his close to the end of his term as president. So like after he had his wooden teeth and chopped down the apple tree. Yes. Okay. That's I just wasn't it Abraham I, Lincoln chopped down the apple tree. No, that was George. Was it George? Yeah. I never no. tell a lie. Wasn't that George Washington? I think it was. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a sociology major. Continue. Yeah. I'm not in anything major, so it's okay. Um. So he constructed a distillery, and it produ- it he became one of the most highly um, profitable distilleries at the time by 1799 when he died. You're kidding in, me. In Mount Vernon. In, uh, really? In Kentucky, uh, not Kentucky, Virginia. Okay. <clears throat> and then the Mount Vernon Distillery, which closed at some point after he died. I couldn't find details of it, but it was actually reopened on the same site by a private company now. Really? That actually makes, like, they, like, had historians go through his documents and his journals to find his old recipe. They found his old recipe? His old recipe and a lot of his old notes and stuff about how he made whiskey, and they sell it today. God damn it, if you pull out this bottle. I wanted to so bad. Oh, so, Jim! <laughs> you can't get it outside of Virginia. They only sell it in the distillery, and they've just now started selling it online, but they can't ship it anywhere outside of Virginia. Oh, are you kidding Because they can't, like, sell whiskey. It's like Ohio. Time for a road like, trip. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I was I had it in my fucking shopping cart on the site, and I had two bottles for both of us. Yeah. And I hit checkout, and I'm like, we can't ship to Ohio. Oh and my god. I was like, god. I don't know anyone in Virginia. I don't. I couldn't. Like, I found this two days ago. I didn't know about it. Can so they ship time. to Kentucky? No, they can't ship outside of Virginia. I don't think. Oh, that's ridiculous. Okay. Um, but this, I mean, this took like a decade of archaeological excavation and like reconstruction planning. Um, they operated. They began operation in 2007 to like rebuild this distillery on the same site as him, using a lot of his simple tools, using a lot of his old recipes, all from all right, George so Washington in the late 1700s. You gotta plug the name of this whiskey now. It's just it's literally called like the Mount Vernon Distillery, like George Washington's whiskey. Like that's the oh, whole stick. Okay, is that it's just his stuff. All right. Um, they do put the grain, the uh, recipe in the grain bill for his whiskey. It's a rye whiskey. So it's 60% rye, 35% corn, and 5% malt, malted barley. Interesting. Um, uh, sub fun fact, the governor in 2017, Terry, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, uh, McGalief, okay. um, signed a bill and designated his George Washington's rye whiskey as the official state spirit of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Which is cool. All right. 300 years later. Hey, we, what are you doing up. next weekend? Going down to Virginia with you to get Sounds some like George Washington. Sounds like we're going to Virginia. All right. Um, That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's really cool. Which is fun because like, we also have the Jefferson's whiskey, which I don't know if that... I don't think he actually produced whiskey. I think it's just named after him. 
but it'd be fun to do a comparison. Like you have a Thomas Jefferson and a George Washington whiskey. You know what? That might turn into another episode is presidential whiskeys. Yeah. I think it's just the two, unfortunately. Well, but, you know what? We can do some more research. I'm sure yeah. other presidents have had whiskey before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Washington passed away in 1799, and in that year, the distillery produced nearly 11,000 gallons, making it the largest whiskey distillery in America at that time. Dude, that's a lot for back then. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, and I found one thing, and I didn't get a chance to do more research on this, but apparently I saw some facts about or some things that said that like back then whiskey wasn't aged in barrels or like wasn't aged as long. So his original recipe, like if you buy the original recipe of what it was back then, it's like a clear whiskey or a very light whiskey. So they have that that you can buy. It's like the OG, like 1700s non-age, but then they also take that recipe and age it by today's standards. And so they have a couple different selections, but it's all the same. Well, that's cool. It is really cool. All right. I'm super upset I didn't get I was so excited. I I get it, man. But they can't legally ship it. Yeah. They can't do the whole, I'm going to send you a sample of balsamic vinegar in the mail. Like... Fair enough. But, you know, road trip, like you said. All right. God. Okay. I'm hoping this, the next sample is okay. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. Did you know... Oh, God. <laughs> the look you just gave me. <laughs> ...that Canada and Denmark have been in a border war for like 100 years? I had no idea. Okay. Like, Did they're you... not even on the same continent, though, are they? Greenland is a thing. Okay. Greenland is kind of like a city-state of the country of Denmark. Okay. And there is an island between Greenland and Canada. Wait, I did know about this. This is like a like a like a checkpoint for planes. Yeah. Hans Island. Okay. Is in constant border dispute between Canada and Denmark. Okay. From like hundred some years ago to today like okay. they're still having committee meetings about who it falls under all right what does this have to do with whiskey great question joey thanks Jim. so in 1984 the danish minister for greenland planted the danish flag on that island and left a message saying something in danish which translated to welcome to the danish island and left a bottle of brandy there okay kind of like a little middle finger like fun little fuck yeah. you to canada and Canada responded by putting their own flag on the island and lift a bottle of Canadian club whiskey on the island. Okay. Because they're just constantly going back and forth with each other. Right. So they started trolling each other. Okay. I was going to have a sample of Canadian club whiskey, but it's Canadian whiskey and we have standards, so I didn't bring it on here. But I thought it was a fun fact. All right. That like... people are using Canadian whiskey in a legitimate border war. <laughs> That's not really talked fair about enough, that much. Fair enough. There's nothing on this island, so it's there's no stakes. Like, okay. It's a pointless little island that doesn't mean anything. There's right. No one lives on there. So now that Canada and Denmark are just constantly going back and forth with each other, like, well, it's ours. No, it's ours because it's in the middle of the Arctic Ocean. Mm-hmm. The U.S. actually considers it like international waters. Oh, really? But because uh, no one officially cl- has any kind. Cl- claim to it so denmark and canada are using whiskey to stake their claim on this little island that's considered international water that's a little picture of it oh if you can see that's incredible yeah it's literally right between greenland and canada which that's ridiculous almost touching the new like that's how small insignificant island it is so greenland is a part of denmark Mm -hmm. i didn't know that actually i thought greenland was its own thing yeah well it's not its own country um, it's like it's like autonomous to Denmark. They answer to Denmark, but they have like okay. kind of, like their own kind of separate freedoms. 
I didn't know that either until I did this. All right. But yeah, I kind of learned something like, new every day. Canadian whiskey, Canada. So they flag. used Canadian Club as yes. their trademark whiskey for that. Yeah, they I would have chose something it. different, but okay, yeah. fair enough. Mm-hmm. What would you have chosen? Crown Royal. Probably, but hey, Canadian Club has the word Canada in it, so. Okay. No, that's fair. All right. Um, I have one more fact left because I didn't know how long this would take, and this that's is fine. the most interesting things I could find. Go for it, dude. Jack Daniels. Coming back full circle. Okay. The Jack Daniels Distillery is sold in Lynchburg, Tennessee, which is in Morrow County. Okay. Morrow County is a dry county. They cannot sell liquor there. In the city. So, hang on, hang on, hang on. Jack Daniels is produced in Morrow County. Yes. But Morrow County is a dry county. Yes. Okay. They have not specifically changed their laws since Prohibition for the sale of uh, liquor. So if you go to the Jack Daniels Distillery in you, Lynchburg, Tennessee, you can't buy Jack Daniels whiskey shut legally. Shut up. You have to buy a bottle that happens to have whiskey in it, which is their loophole that they get from No the way. Gun. Yes. Are you kidding me? Not Dude, the more I learn about <laughs> Jack Daniels, like, holy cow. Yeah. So as, as like a summary from like what I can find, because it's very confusing. Okay. Like, we need Steven on this episode as the lawyer. It's just, it's not even that. It's just like, like prohibition was ended and started federally, mm-hmm. but Moore County never passed a referendum for the specific sale of whiskey. They lifted it for, to the, allow for the sale of beer, um, but not overall alcohol. But Jack Daniels got a permit from the Tennessee Alcoholic Beverage Commission to manufacture and distribute alcohol, which isn't subject to the approval of Moore County. So they kind of found like an over, they kind of went over their head, like through a loophole. Okay. So they found Um, a larger jurisdiction to give the approval. Pretty much. But like anything that's more local can't, is like considered dry. Okay. So therefore, Jack Daniels is actually manufactured and distributed in a county where it's illegal to sell it to the general public. Dude. Which brings me to sample number three. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's just more Jack Daniels. Oh, my God. (laughs) You bought a second bottle of Jack Daniels just for this? Yeah, because I wanted to see the confused look. Why are you opening another bottle of Jack Daniels? just to make you mad. You literally already have an open bottle. (laughs) (laughs) The first bottle was for the Mountain Dew. This one's just for stupid it straight. He's literally... There are now two bottles of open Jack Daniels. That That's all I've got for this episode. Jim Plumbo <laughs> move if I've ever seen one in my life. And you know what? I'm not. I'm upset that you literally opened two bottles of Jack Daniels and we've hardly poured anything out of either one of them. But Jack Daniels is delicious, dude. It is. Ugh. That's it. Jim, <laughs> That's all I got. Dude, I enjoyed this episode. <laughs> this was a good episode. Hey, wait, no. Cheers. Come on. Cheers. Uh, that was a that was a good episode, Jim. It was chaotic and enjoyable. That's what people usually use to describe me, so. Fair enough. I'll roll with it. I literally like threw up this episode over the past couple days while I was at work. In between making schedules while listening to YouTube videos about like Dungeons and Dragons and like 
just cracking a bunch of bottles of energy drinks because yeah. I work third shift at a hospital. It, dude, it hundred percent shows. Yeah. So if that's not <laughs> an insight to how my brain works, I don't know what is. Hundred percent shows, dude. So, what just, was your favorite part? What was your favorite sample? Just, I, dude, I think honestly my favorite sample was the George Dickel Tabasco. Just because it was different. It was different not because yeah. it was good. Because it wasn't. Don't, favorite, don't buy this. My favorite moment was when you pulled out a second bottle of Jack Daniels and <laughs> opened it right in front of me. <laughs> like, I was at the store. I was like, I only need one. And Joey probably has his own bottle. So really, I could get away with buying none. But he'll probably be so confused if I just get two bottles of Jack Daniels. And he'll be really annoyed. And I think that'll be worth the $15 Dude, extra dollars. Yep. Yep. You nailed it. You really did. Um, And just so everybody knows, like, bring it back. Our first sample that or first topic that we discussed was the Mountain Dew and whiskey. Yep. We still have. I'm gonna call them full. Like these are two full glasses of Mountain Dew and whiskey. Yeah. It's disgusting. That's gross. Never do that. But hey, Jim, I appreciate you taking the time (laughs) to put this all together. I had a blast on this episode. This was so much more less stressful than the other episode i ran about like wine about wine i yeah. didn't have to do i just looked at random bullshit and just tried to associate it with whiskey and it Fair had enough, no structure dude. i'm not trying to educate anyone on anything it i'm was just nonsense it i'm was fun. pumped to go to the george washington i want to do that now. so bad i'm yeah. s- that if there was anything i could change about this episode it's that i'd have more time to either make a road well i'd have to make a road trip to virginia because that's right. the only place you can get it is you have to go to the distillery or yeah. if you like live in virginia which i don't I don't either. Or no Ohio. Roger, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, Jim, once again, thank you for putting this episode together. Much appreciated. I love these samples that you brought to us. No, you don't. They're terrible. They're all no, terrible. No, I do. The best sample is a First, bottle of Jack Daniels. And Jack Daniels is delicious. <laughs> it's fine. It, I, I think Jack Daniels is delicious. And I have seen George Dickel Tabasco on the shelf before oh, yeah and if it weren't for you i would have never tasted it yeah and now you know to never buy it hey it's a fun one to drink <laughs> no dude. no knock against george dickel the rest of their stuff is good i love george dickel yeah and and i'm so happy that george dickel thought to just answer the question that everybody has yeah because someone had to do it right right so uh jim the one thing i am disappointed about I, I, I really think you should have gotten the urine whiskey. I like, tried. I tried so hard. I, like, no joke. I know you're doing a joke right now. I literally searched for, like, two hours <laughs> trying to find how to, like, buy it. Like, oh, my I, God. Until I got, like, to, like, a weird part of the internet that I yeah. was comfortable, like, being on while I <laughs> on a work computer on, like, a government, like, wi-fi i'm sure i'm sure searching whiskey and urine because, didn't pull up yeah, very good results there i started to meet some weird people that were like making whiskey in bathtubs and somewhere in virginia <laughs> that just ha- i think they might have just like peed i don't even know if they're a diabetic i think they just peed in whiskey so i strayed away from that i could have gotten a little bit more chaotic for this episode but i didn't want to fair enough i didn't want to infect us fair enough okay all right jim well, thank you again. That, that <laughs> kind of diverted away from my initial thank you, but Jim, thanks for being <laughs> I on. I throw you off so much, you don't even know how to end the episode. <laughs> I tried to end it a couple minutes ago. <laughs> All right, Jim, thanks for the whiskey. Thanks for the two bottles of Jack Daniels and the Tabasco, George uh, Dickel. Thank you for putting up with this. This is um, terrible. I, no, I, I, I sincerely enjoyed it, and I really do think we will put this episode out. So, um, ladies and gentlemen... Thanks for listening to this chaotic episode. 
Uh, you can find me as always on Erringman's Pub on Instagram. I'm sorry, at Erringman's Pub on Instagram. There it is. And the best whiskey, even if there's urine in it, or, or hot sauce, or Mountain Dew, or Mountain Dew, best whiskey is shared with friends. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> this is On the Nose with Joey Erringman. Son, there's no wrong way to consume alcohol.